All right, I've been meaning to do this for a few days. Fucking been busy. Moving fucking sucks. I don't know how this office sounds compared to the old one, but new studio, even though it's not really a studio. All right, Fimrid. Not a Fimrid, not a Wimrid, not a Timrid, but a Fim with an F rid. All right. Oh, Jeremy, going to a funeral today at 2, Ray Rohde. If you listen to this and you get bored, you ought to go. Ray was a nice man. And that's the sad portion of today's episode. All right. Um, apparently the last one... Ah, fuck you, you fucking idiot. Push the wrong button. Uh, apparently the last one really got to you guys. Let me look here. I don't know. Where's this fucking thing? Let's see. What we do. I wish I could not be lazy and scroll back enough, but let's see here. All right, so the surprise Thimrid came out on July 13th. Really didn't um, think I was going to do another one until probably week one. But uh, everybody's team, except for a few's, has really taken a big turn, big change. So if you can can scroll, scroll, scroll. July 13th. Why does it show the fucking dates? Um, I guess I can find... Anyways, whole point of this is um, apparently you guys really did uh, heed some advice in that Thimrid. Because um, there, okay, so there's the the trade that happened during the show. And after that, it went insane. Let's see, we had one, two, three. Oh, there's Corey Davis got traded, Jesus. Four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, Jesus, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, Jesus, sixteen. Just within five days of the Themrid, we had sixteen trades. <laughs> and there's still one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh my God. Jesus, you guys. Seven. I should have done this before, but that's why this is a shit fucking podcast for 12 guys to listen to. Eight, nine. I think that's it. Nope. I lied. Ten. <laughs> oh my God. Eleven. 12, 13, so 29 trades in the last 23 days. You're welcome. Find you another commissioner who does a fucking ridiculous podcast for a stupid fucking fantasy league. All credit to Joe, even though he just, for whatever reason, just stopped doing it one day. I do miss some of Joe's just jokes that he'd try and like insert as he's saying a team you, you clearly had him written down and we're reading him off a piece of paper but it was uh so it made it all the better so sip of coffee hold on 29 trades in 23 days 16 trades in the first five days after the surprise thimrid so i think that's uh i think that's a win for the thimrids um all right we will start um, well, a couple little different things after we'll do the rankings. A um, couple bold predictions and one over under. Um, I don't remember all the fucking different things I used to do. So anyone who does remember, just separately text me and I'll write it down so I can start doing them again. Um, and any other ideas that you guys want me to do that you think will be funny. Um, actually, Zip had a good one where I just remembered right now. But that won't work for today. But... I do remember it, Zip. 
I did just remember it as I was uh, thinking about it. So, yeah. Uh, any other good ideas that you guys think of for segment ideas or different, you know, like I said, I've got an over under here. I've got two bold predictions. Um, again, you can only do so many bold predictions once the season starts. Um, but just different ideas rather than just giving a rankings, unless that's just what you guys want. And I'm fine with that. All right. We're going to start from the bottom, working our way up. Team number 10. No surprise, Cole. Um, are you the, the question? I guess, you know, you're going to be kind of boring all year, um, even though you're not tanking. I'm winking. If you guys can hear that, I'm winking. You're not tanking. Um, but you, you're out of assets, really. I mean, Waller, maybe, I guess, and, and maybe Brandon Cooks. I guess you can hope Sutton pans out in Denver now that Patrick's hurt. Not that he was ever above Sutton, but, you know, it's the hard part with Russell Wilson was always, I guess, you didn't know who was going to get the ball, but you always knew that two guys were going to always be pretty good. And you look back at Lockett and, like, DK. And even before that, you had um, Doug Baldwin and whatnot. So, I mean, the ball gets spread around with, with Russell Wilson, again, when he was younger and better. Um, but regardless, you know, you have every pick known to fucking man next year. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And God, you have eight. I mean, you have 80% of the first round next year. Man, Jesus. You got three picks in the second round, too. Good for you, Cole. Um... I mean, obviously, you're not, you can't use all of these picks. You're not going to totally, I mean, you're not going to put in, you're not going to take any of the two fourth rounders. You're not going to add all 13 of those players to your team next year. So you assume you're going to have to keep some of these guys. So I guess that'll be the interesting thing of, as to what your plan is. But it, it's, I don't think you're going to do anything. During the season, really? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Or, or are you going to do, again, I mean, I'm sure you have your, your thoughts and what you want to do, but I guess the question, my question really is, is are you just going to bank on the rookies? Um, because I think we've seen in the past, I've done it. I've made the mistake. Uh, I think Gomer's done it. I think we've all probably done it in our own way. Um, a couple guys are doing it this year. We'll get to them in a bit. But, um, you know, other than Najee and like JT, like those superstar kind of players, like yeah, and and Saquon and, and C Mac, I guess their first years. Regardless, those are those are upper echelon type of guys. You know, you're looking at guys that that should be producing those types of numbers. You know, are, are you expecting that from every guy you draft? Because you shouldn't. I mean, it's just the, the facts of the matter. You know, some guys aren't going to pan out. You know, Drake London might be good this year, but Chris Olave might be terrible or vice versa. You, you know, the, the odds will tell you that one will be good and one probably won't be. So it becomes the question then is, <clears throat> excuse me, are you, you know, are you assuming that, you know, A, all these guys come out, right? And you assume they all will, but fuck, you never know. But is, you know, is, is Deuce Vaughn going to pan out for you? you know, at eight or you're going to have to take him. Are you going to start him? So then, you know, that, I guess that'll be the interesting for you this year, because obviously your, your team in terms of week to week matchups is not going to be that interesting. Um, so are, are you going to maybe make a deal at like the deadline for an injured guy? Get a, you know, I don't know, throw a, a Waller and a late first for, you know, some running back that gets hurt that, you know, let's just say, uh, I don't know. Let's say, uh, let's say Gibson. We'll just use my team. Let's say Antonio Gibson tears an ACL, and I'm desperate for a tight end for whatever reason. Are you gonna, you know, give up a first for him? I mean, I guess you wouldn't because you guys all think he sucks. I guess it's a bad example. Let's just say uh, Swift. Swift gets hurt because everyone loves DeAndre Swift. So if DeAndre Swift gets hurt and Mendo's just dying for a, a a tight end because Mark Andrews has so much diabetes he can't play football this week or the rest of the season. Um, uh, don't be fucking patient. You have uh, anyway. Sorry, real estate. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, let's say you know Andrews has so much diabetes he can't play football. So, and and Boston Scott wins the job in Philly. Are you going to trade you know Waller and Boston Scott and maybe you know what what shitty first round pick do you have? You know, prop Mendo's because Mendo seems going to be good. Back to him for DeAndre Swift. 
I mean, I'd do that if I were you. I don't think Mendo will. But I, again, I mean, is that what your goal is? Is that what your plan is? Is hoping that you get a couple guys on the cheap injured around the deadline because the contenders just need a few players depending on what the situation may be? If that's your plan, good job. If it's banking on the rookies, all, again, that that's all well and good. I just, you know, uh, I do think then it becomes a couple-year, you know, rebuild. You know, I as I called my team in, in Gomer's super fun trade league, I fucked my team. Like, that's a two-year rebuild I'm on this year, and then next year it's not going to be great for me. You know, you don't have a 24 first, which is fine, again, you if you hit on all most of your rookies and that's going to be all well and good but i just think that's a huge risk so um do what you want um but that's that's the question i have when i look at your team and i guess that'll be the question for your team going forward but you can be pretty comfortable at number 10 all year um probably not gonna spend a ton of time talking about you sorry buddy um unless you trade all the picks and decide to compete this year even though you're not tanking team number nine uh is robbie um I think your QBs are solid, especially if Hertz pans out. If Hertz ends up being good, you've got a really good one-two punch with him and Lamar. Um, you also got a nice third QB in Mac Jones. Obviously, you have whatever Seattle QB wins the job. Seems to be Geno Smith right now. Coffee sip. I wish this fucking... I mean, I guess I can't complain. I'm getting basically Adobe for free with GarageBand, but I, there's got to be a dump button. I probably should look into that a little bit more, but I'm sure you guys love hearing about when I take a sip of my coffee. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to just pause it because that'd be awkward, but I guess whatever. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Um, anyways, uh, yes, your QBs are solid. Um, moles. Man, just waiting for that guy to figure it out. And had been waiting since he was a freshman at Penn State when he was, you know, supposed to basically fill in for Saquon right after he got done. I mean, he came in that year after and just, you know, Saquon is so much better than him. And he just never really became what he all what everyone thought he was gonna be. I mean, he's look at him, he's five, five eleven, six foot, like two fifteen. He's fast, he's strong, he just I don't know. He just doesn't quite have it all the time. Here's the thing, Rob. If Saquon or Saquon, if Moles and Jacobs pan out, you're probably not going to be as bad as I think you're going to be. But you better hope they pan out because it gets bleak. Hunter Renfro is not going to have 2,000 catches again this year. I just don't see that happening. Um, I could be wrong, but I just I, I I don't know. I don't see it. I like Allen Robinson. Um, assuming Matt Stafford's elbow is not broken. Um, I do think he'll get a, a pretty decent share of targets. Um, I think a lot of defenses are going to over, you know, over double cover cup. So I think that'll help you. Um, but then you sort of fall off a cliff. Marlon Mack, like, you know, come on. That guy's, even if he wins the job, I don't think he's going to. I mean, it, it, uh, the, the, and this is not bias. I mean, you guys are going to say it is, and I don't fucking care. But there's no reason for the Texans not to give the ball to Damon Pierce, right? Give it to the young guy. See if he's any good. If he's not, then you just, whatever, even better. We suck even more, and now we can draft more good young players. And I mean, the Texans are Cole, right? Like, the Houston Texans is the king of the north. Like, that's who they are. Like Davis Mills, okay, well, if he's good, great. We got a steal in the third round last year. If he's not, oh, well, we'll draft C.J. Stroud. Um, Damon Pierce, oh, good. He's, again, another third or fourth round pick, whatever he was. If he's good, great. If not, we'll draft Gibbs in the second round. Brandon Cooks, we'll just trade him at the deadline probably to a contender and maybe get a, a couple second round picks to draft, uh, I don't fucking know, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Fuck, I don't know. Again, there's they're, they're, they're the king of the north. So... You know, uh, the point of all that is, is might as well just play your young players, see if they're any fucking good. And if they're not, oh, well, <laughs> you're not winning a Super Bowl this year. You're not winning five games, I don't think, this year, even in the worst fucking division. So, you know, I'm, I don't think Marlon Mack's going to play much for you. Um, you know, Chase Edmonds, I mean, fine, not bad, but Tua? And he brings everyone down. You know, sorry, Jared. Sorry, Gomer. I know you love him. Um, 
you know, we'll get to some of the other uh, Dolphins players here in a minute. But yeah, I just, I, you know, Chase Edmonds, fine. I guess Gomer helped you there. And Deontay Johnson, so he signs, you know, a little bridge type of deal. Um, again, I just, I, I think last year was sort of a fluke. Maybe I'm wrong, um, but, you know, it's the one year he sort of went off. I mean, I know the year before, the COVID year, he was okay. I just I just think he's whatever. I, and, you know, I don't think Mitch is any good. You know, you can say that pretty openly. I, I, most of the quarterbacks in the NFL aren't very fucking good except for the great ones. Um, so, I, I mean, I just, I think you're going to, you know, I think you're going to start Deontay Johnson every week, and I think you're going to have to start Chase Edmonds every week. But Marlon Mack, you're going to have to bench him because I really just, I really do don't think he's going to end up having the job. Like Robert Woods, you know, he's still coming off the ACL tear. What's he going to be at at 30 years old in in Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill foot thumb throwing the ball? You know, Tim Patrick's done for the year. DJ Chark, you know, fine, but Jared Goff sucks. At least his fucking girlfriend's hot. Tim, you could do the eyeball emoji for her too if you want, or the eyeball gif. Um, Leo, you know what I'm saying? Words are hard. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, meh. what I guess is Rob, you know, maybe trade like one of these quarterbacks at the deadline for a couple skills or maybe wait till the off season. That's probably what I do. I'd probably wait till the off season. Hope that hurts Jackson and Mac all have good years and try and get cold and maybe give you a couple picks. What the fuck is this now? Why is he shit? So most of you guys know this is a fucking weird thing. Um, I just got a alert on my phone, time sensitive, like a find my phone thing. David Herrera started sharing his location with you. Do you want to share yours? No, I don't share my location with anyone. Um, but thanks, David. Um, so you guys can text David like, why the fuck are you uh, sharing your location with Peter? He'll be like, what the fuck is going on? Um, anyways, yeah, that's what I would probably try and do, Rob, uh, is... Really, what you hope for, your biggest hope is that like Drew Locke has a huge year somehow. He ends up winning the job and um, has like, you know, 700 points somehow. And you call Cole and you're like, hey, I'll give you Drew Locke for pick seven. Maybe Cole does that. Has like 40 touchdowns and like 10 picks. That'd be huge for you, Rob. That'd be fucking sick. I, I hope that happens for you because you have gone the Joe route of not having a lot of picks. I mean, you do have T- Brand Satter's second next year and Tim's second next year, which, mm, okay. Um, picks, okay. I shouldn't tell you guys this, but some of you don't seem to get it. I'm not saying Cole is right in terms of having a million of them, but picks matter. Because if you have old shitty players that you can't trade unless you're Gomer and Mendo and you just give away DeAndre Swift for Derrick Henry. I think that's what the deal was, right? Yep, there it is. Good job, Gomer. Fucking guy. Um, you know, more often than not, that that's not going to work. So picks matter. Maybe hold on to your first round pick. Because, Rob, I think if you had your first round pick right now, you'd probably treat this season a little differently. Maybe go a little more along the coal route. Not tanking, of course, but, you know also being okay maybe losing games along the way (laughs) maybe not maybe i'm wrong maybe marlon mack and chase edmonds are fucking awesome and your team ends up getting into the playoffs like colt seems to think it will i think your team nine team eight um you guys don't do a lot of moves um but your team is you're there you guys okay so here's here's what i say about uh teammate obviously is brand setter and tip your team is really good um, like I sit there and I look at your roster. You still have your picks next year. Or no, you don't. You traded it. That's right. No, no, you traded it. That's right. You did. I forgot. Um, excuse me. You have two picks in 24. Excuse me. And you do have Coles, which like I just told Cole, I think that's a, uh, I think it might be a tougher year next year as well, but we'll see. Um, but I'm looking at your team, right? You've got Mixon, you got Chubb, you got Devontae Adams, Darnell Mooney. I mean, again, that's you're assuming Fields is better, which he can't be worse. Hawkinson, nice player when he stays healthy. Devontae Smith had a nice rookie year, and he'll even have he'll I think he'll have a better year now, actually, with AJ Brown there. Excuse me. AJ Dillon. Uh he's only gonna keep getting the ball. 
uh, more and more. Amon Ross St. Brown, nice player. I mean, those are all your skills. Those are really good. And then you sit back and you kind of take a step back and you look at your bench. Like Isaiah Spiller, I, I, I you guys know I like him. Um, you know, he's uh, he might not get the ball a ton this year, but he's only 21, I think. I think if he just turned 20, I don't even know if he's 21 yet. Uh, according to Sleeper, he's still 20. Um, so he might not get the ball a ton this year, but he's probably going to be running back two there. Behind Eckler, who's 27, yep, 27, nailed it. Um, so he'll probably start being the lead back there next year, who you guys can start incorporating him in. You got George Pickens. Again, not a big Trubisky, Trubisky fan, but Pickens is good when he's healthy. Um, there's a reason he was the number one wide receiver in his class going into college. Chris Olave, also very good. So, I mean, your guys' skill, you guys have done a really fucking good job with this team. Um, you inherited a pretty fucking dog shit team, and now it's not awful, at least at the skill portion. If Justin Fields ends up being what I think he's going to be, you guys are on a really fast track. Um, all it's going to take then is, again, there, there's you got a trade partner in Robbie. Maybe give him a couple of the the skill players. You know, if if you if you guys are, I'm telling you, at the deadline, if Fields is good, and and I'm this is all assuming that Daniel Jones sucks because I think we're all on the same page there because he's not great. I know you guys are hoping he turns out to be better than he's been, but it's not looking great for that fucking doofus. But you know what? We'll see. He does have a better coach now, I guess. So can say that much. If Jones doesn't pan out, you have the players to move to a guy like Rob. Rob could use uh, an Isaiah Spiller and a George Pickens for a Mac Jones. Like that. That's you know, that's a deal that that would work for both teams, making both teams better, as Gomer likes to say. If Daniel Jones is good, though, so here's what I have to say about you guys. If Daniel Jones is good, you guys are my sleeper team. You're the team that if you guys get into the playoffs, you're getting into the playoffs because Jones and Fields have been averaging in the 40 to 45 point range. And if that ends up being the case, you're the team no one's going to want to play. Because Mixon is good. Nick Chubb is good. Devontae Adams is good. Mooney, that if again, if you're getting in the playoffs, that means Fields is good. That means Mooney's going to be good. Hawkinson, obviously. Smith I'm telling you guys, if you you guys are my team, you're the sleeper team. If I had, if if we had odds on this league that we could place bets on who's gonna win the championship, you know, even just to make the playoffs, I'd bet you guys. But I'd also throw, I'd sprinkle a little on the you guys to win the championship because I'm telling you, if you guys get in, you're the team that no one's gonna want to play. I'm looking at you right now. You're gonna average in the 240 range, assuming Fields and jones aren't good if fields and jones are good you're coming in that 260 range all of a sudden 260 wins this league i don't care what people say you see guys get those 300 and 320 weeks those never fucking happen during the championship at least i don't recall any i could be wrong gomer is the fucking savant when it comes to that kind of shit excuse me i think i'm gonna sneeze and it just went away i honestly think if fields and, and jones are good you guys are jumping way up the rankings you're the team no one's gonna want to play you might even get to the point where if they're good, you're going to be like a four. And it won't even, you're not even going to be a sleeper anymore. It's going to just be like, fuck, they're right there. Um, so you're the, you're, the team, you're the team that I sit and look at and, and say, holy shit, like, fuck, don't want to play these guys. Team number seven, Jared. I know, crazy. Some names ahead of you that is probably surprising. You got good QBs. Um, although I'm starting to think no, Mahomes is always going to be amazing, obviously. I just don't think he's fantasy QB one anymore right now. Uh, I think there are others who have better skills around them, um, who are probably not quite as talented as him, but I mean, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Juju Smith, Schuster, McCole Hardman, like that's what we're looking at. I mean, in reality, Sky Moore is going to get some play. Um, you know, CEH. I just think they're going to – I was listening to – I don't know if you guys listened to Rosillo, but he had uh, James Jones on the other day. And James Jones picked the Chiefs to finish fourth in the division. I don't agree with him. I think he's fucking cuckoo. But when he laid it out, it's like, okay, I get why you're saying that. You know, you go Mahomes to Kelsey. Well, okay, let's take Kelsey out of the picture somehow, right? Let's let's double-team him. And then we'll just single-team Juju. We'll single-team MVS, and we'll single-team McCole Hardman. And Alaire. When you look at the AFC West, they there's some good defenses in that league. 
you know, the Chargers got a lot better. The Broncos have a pretty good defense, and the Raiders have gotten better. Again, I don't think the Chiefs are coming in fourth because I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. I just don't know if he's the best fantasy quarterback right now. Um, still very good. Top three fantasy quarterback. Top two. Probably still number one in most people's minds, but just not quite what he was. Russell Wilson, you know, I think you guys all know how I feel about him. I, I fucking hate the guy. I think he's a good football player. I think he's the biggest douchebag in the world. Gets behind the microphone and just Derek Jeter's it, and it's so fucking annoying. It's like, Jesus, dude, just be authentic, you fucking dweeb, with your queer fucking lifted Jeep or whatever the hell you drove in. What a fucking Daryl shows up to training camp wearing his own fucking jersey. Like, what a fucking gay Najee's good, um, and I think he's going to get a ton of touches again. I've told you, you and I have talked about this in separately, and I think everyone's pretty well aware of it. Um, Najee is a um, uh, touches type of pers- type of player. He needs the ball in his hand to score. He's not going to bust big runs. I mean, you look at a lot of his games, you know. Uh, David Herrera just texted another group saying, my bad, didn't mean to share my location. I'm safe. Don't worry. All right. No one needs to text David now. David's safe, but very peculiar. Regardless, uh, back to Najee. Yeah, I mean, like you look at, like look at this. Like yeah, I mean, he's a guy that just needs the ball in his hand. I'm looking at his yards per carry. Some are good. I mean, he's right there in the middle. Again, he's gonna get the ball a lot because uh, I don't think Trubisky's very good, and you know, that it's gonna force Najee to have the ball in his hand. Um, which will help you. But then, you know, Kareem Hunt, I don't know. He seems to get hurt a lot. You just never know. But when he is healthy, he's good. And he and Chubb are able to both be good at the same time. So that's okay. You know, fine. I'll give you that. But then, you know, again, Tyreek, really good player, really fast, really good with the ball in his hands. How is he going to have the ball in his hands when two is thrown at seven yards in front of him? He's two-hopping him. He's not even one-hopping him. He's two-hopping him, even on a quick seven-yard slant. Keenan Allen, nice player, good quarterback. I think he'll be fine. DJ Moore, Bakers, I guess. Darnold, Cam, maybe, comes back. Matt Corral, like, who's going to throw him the ball? None of those options sound great. You hope for Bakers, because he's probably at least been the one that's shown the most in the NFL. Michael Carter, I, I don't agree with Jeremy that Brees Hall is going to be this, you know, the C-Mac Saquon Barkley, but I think he's a lot better than Michael Carter, so Michael Carter's never going to get the ball. Tyler Lockett, unless my Drew Locke thing for Robbie comes true and he throws 40 touchdowns, he's not going to be any good. You know, Keyshawn Vaughn, you're not going to play him. I mean, you might, Kenny might be the one. You know, at least we'll get you something, and that'll be a nice little piece for you to either play with and or maybe move and get a couple picks for. Kenny could be the one, which would really fucking kill Robbie and really make my nine prediction even better. Gainwell could be the one, but everything else, like, I don't know. Rondale Moore? You really expected expecting him to be any good? I mean, I guess if Marquise Brown, or Hollywood Brown's trying to do the, like Cole said, the... God, like Henry Ruggs. I mean, I guess maybe you'll play uh, more. I, I, I don't know. I just, I think your flexes and you know your back end, your skills are really tough. I've talked about this a couple times. Um, yeah, I just, I think your back end skills are your biggest question mark, and we're gonna have to see. You know, Michael Thomas, does he come back and finally play football again? Because um, I like Jameis as a, a fantasy quarterback. Jameis is a good fantasy quarterback, and his his players around him have always done had success so that's uh that's sort of the guy that you know if if he comes back that'll help you a lot on that back end and maybe uh jump you back up a little bit um yeah that's that's sort of the 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 question i would say for you is is your back end skills and your flexes what's that uh playoffs don't talk about playoffs you kidding me Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. All right. Playoff teams. Team number six. The Probably first surprise, I'd say. Joe. 
Uh, Joe, I think you didn't really have a lot to work with, in my opinion, but others disagreed, and they gave you good players. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is still, even though he's a fucking psychopath and just a weird fucking duck, man. Just a weird... Is he still banging Shailene Woodley? Is that still happening, Jeremy? Can you uh, confirm or deny that after you hear this? I know as a Bears fan, you know everything there is to know about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Even if he's not, she fucking made him cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, I don't know if Cole is factual. Cole is saying in our group text that Stafford's got tennis elbow and... Evans is gimping. I know that much. I don't know if the tennis elbow thing is a real thing or if just Cole being Cole. Regardless, uh, back to Joe. Uh, let's see. Where did we go? I just lost everything I had. Okay. Yeah. Um, Rodgers is, you know, he's still Aaron Rodgers. He's even without some of the guys, you know, like the Devontae Adams types. I mean, he's he's still Aaron Rodgers. He's still going to get the ball around somehow. He's going to score probably anywhere from, I would think, you know, seven to 850 points i would guess um which will be really good for you it's gonna that alone will probably get you into the playoffs and then you got Jameis, and that dude is a fantasy god he tore his acl and then he only played seven games last year but i mean you look at the years past i mean okay you know the guy is just he's an average He's like a top 12 fantasy quarterback when he's healthy. That's going to be pretty good, I would say. Dalvin Cook, when healthy, very good. Saquon Barkley, you're taking the risk on that one. We'll see what happens. But if he pans out, could be pretty fucking good for you. Mike Evans is gimping around, according to Cole and the internet. Julio Jones, that's good for you. Mike Williams has one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, Austin Hooper, tight ends don't matter. Rashad Bateman, uh, you got a fucking steal from me that I had to talk you into this offseason. I had to give you Bateman and two-thirds of James Robinson. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Shows why you shouldn't fucking trade during the offseason. I'm going to try and figure that fucking out this year, but I won't because I'm an idiot. Don't trade when you're bored. Don't trade in the offseason, Peter. Anyways, um, so you're welcome for that steal. Um, Elijah Moore, whatever. I know you think he's the godsend, but you know he's probably WR1 there this year. Um, not saying that that means he's going to be Randy Moss, but he'll be all right. Got a stack and Alan Lazard. I don't, you know, he's probably their wide receiver one as well. Again, he's not great, but regardless, I mean, your two quarterbacks are really good. I, I think you're going to start Melvin Gordon a lot this year, despite what Jeremy wants to say. Um, it, it's not 70, 30, it's 55, 45 in that split in the backfield right now. And if you really want to dig deep, maybe look at their last like seven games of the year last year and tell me who did better and who was getting more carries and who was touching the ball more, who's playing more. Um, you might not like what you see if you're a Javante Williams fan. Um, obviously, it was a different, different team, different coach, different coordinator, but it's, 50, it's 55-45. Albright is always right. Cecil Lamy is never right. Trust me. I follow both of them. Um, Ramon J. Stevenson, uh, just a Belichick fucking shit. You know, you just never know. Um, everyone keeps saying Isaiah McKenzie's having a great camp. Um, he might go into that wide receiver three role and maybe be the, the, uh, what was that white guy? Cole Beasley. Um, and then you got Drake, um, who's a really good 50, 50 guy who, you know, is not the best route runner in the world. Um, won't blow you away with his speed, but I mean, he's 6'5", 225, I think. Like, he's going to win a lot of battles, and, you know, he's fucking strong. There's that oh, that UCLA video from the COVID year when, like, he caught the ball at the 40 and had, like, eight UCLA defenders around him and scored a touchdown. I mean, again, college football, UCLA, not as great, but still, it's pretty impressive that he was able to do that. So, Joe, I think you're a playoff team. As Jim Mora just said. Um, so, and again, you're one of those teams where if you do get in, I don't think anyone's going to be thrilled to play you. Um, yeah. Team number five, Jeremy. You have nice skill players. I, I, I don't, again, I, I still think Javante Williams is a nice player. But there's no, okay, you guys, let me spell this out for you, as I've done before and in the past, and I will again. There aren't bell cows. There's 
JT, I, I guess he's still one. Um, Henry at 40 is still one. The, the, whoever, whatever coach created running back by committee is, you know, really made fantasy football hard for a lot of people. And people just don't seem to understand. They just, they see the name, they see the draft position. They just assume bell cow. Like I said, Melvin Gordon touched the ball more at the end of the last year than Javante did. The carry splits in camp are not, I'm, I'm not just telling you this to, to, to fuck with you. It's the truth. I'm actually a Bronco fan. It's what my Twitter feed is during this time of year. It's obvious. And it makes sense. It's what all these fucking teams do anymore. With that being said, he's still a fucking good player. Brees Hall, also good. But he, uh, the Jets, you know, I feel like players go to die there. But regardless, he's like I told Serpa, he's much better than Michael Carter. He's going to be the one getting the ball there. Um, assuming Zach Wilson isn't out banging his mom's friends, like you'll probably get a decent production from him. A.J. Brown, nice player. Uh, I think it helps that De- Devontae Smith is on the other side. It'll help. Again, I think they're going to help each other. The question becomes Hurts. If Hurts is good, then that's good for you guys. Waddle, again, really nice player. Same thing as Tyreek Hill. It's weird. You and Serpa keep coming up together. Um, you know, when two is bouncing at seven feet in front of him, it doesn't really matter. Blah, battle, matter. Kill, Kittle. God, I'm fumbling here. Like Antonio Gibson at the goal line. Gotcha, Gomer, motherfucker. Uh, Kittle at the goal line. Um, yeah, Kittle's good. I, fuck, fuck, Joe. See, this is what I'm talking about, Joe. Like, why do you do dumb shit? Imagine if you hadn't traded George Kittle for fucking Logan Thomas and Elijah Moore in a third-round pick. Let's go back real quick here, Joe. Let's go back to your team just for one second. Where'd you go? Okay. So instead of having Austin Hooper start, you would have George Kittle. And instead of starting Elijah Moore, you could start Melvin fucking Gordon. Or Drake London. Fucking guy. Anyways, uh, like I told you right after the draft, Jeremy, your worst, the worst pick of the draft was Kenny Walker. Um, you're going to be starting Rashad Penny, hoping that he gets hurt, so then you can say, oh, see, Walker's good. Um, I don't think Penny's great, you know, I, yeah. But, again, that team's fucked. That team's fucked. All right, second cup is done. We're done with that for now. Okay. Uh, McLaurin, fine, nice player. Not a great quarterback. Um, DK, again, talked about Seattle enough. I think Kenny Pickett's terrible. Uh, God, you had two really bad picks in this draft. Picked the wrong draft. Um, Burks, good. Like Traylon Burks, I think, you know, again, kind of similar to a lot of the guys in this league anymore, it seems like he's going to be in a really good position probably in the next couple years here when they draft C.J. Stroud because Tannehill is going to foot-thumb it all the way to the fucking tank. Um, I like Dobbins. I, I told you that yesterday. Uh, Allaire, again, I get it. Ah, damn it. Um, yeah, you know. And JMO, uh, good player. Again, similar to, to Burks and some of your other receivers, shitty quarterback. Um, you guys are all good. But they're not like they're not the superstars that you think they are when they're on your team. I mean, it's just the typical you. You decide that they're on your team, so they're much better than they are. Your biggest question is your quarterbacks. Um, I, I've talked about T Law a lot, obviously. Um, I think his biggest thing this year is more than anything is gonna be that who the fuck is he gonna throw the ball to? You and I talked about this a little this morning. But I think some of the 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 Jaguar, I mean, look at their roster, right? It, it's T Law and ETN. That's a good start when you look at just the name. That's Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, Zay Jones. It's not great, Bob. Um, so I think that's going to hurt T-Law a little bit this year. Um, obviously, he's not as bad as he was last year. We, we gave you a ton of shit and still will, obviously. But, you know, his talent is there. He's just never really dealt with the adversity of losing until last year. And now he's never dealt with the adversity of having dog fucking shit to throw to. So I think that'll hurt him this year, and then it'll obviously hurt you. And then the Kyler's, yeah. Kyler's really good, like talent-wise. But man, there's something funny going on there. Um, you got the Kingsbury thing this morning. It's like, what? 
what is the point of saying that? What was the point of being like, yeah, dude, it's really hard to fucking call play, so I made Kyler do it. It's like, oh, okay. He's a fucking quarterback, dude. He's not out there. He's not a catcher calling a fucking baseball game. I, I don't know. There's something funny there. Obviously, you know, Arizona gave him the deal, but it's like they don't trust him. I can't, I mean, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Here, here, here's one. Okay, here you go, Jeremy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to help you. Hang on. Hold up. Okay, Jeremy, you will want to trade Kyler Murray before October 28th. Because on October 28th, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 comes out. So let's check the Kyler schedule. Kyler, Kyler, Kyler. So October 28th. So, so, so what day would it be? October 28th. Hold on. Hold on. We're doing some things here. We're trying to figure this shit out. It's very difficult. Okay. Okay. All right. So after... I would trade him after he plays New Orleans, after week seven. Because week eight, he's going to be drooling over those double XP weekend, XP point weekends. So trade Kyler before October 28th because that's when Call of Duty comes out. Um, okay, in all seriousness, Kyler's a very good quarterback. There is something funny going on there. They clearly don't trust him. They clearly think he's not, you know, very locked in, I guess is probably the word. I mean, you go back to like the, I think it was Dan Patrick or Rich Eisen when he was being the biggest fucking douchebag in the world when he was trying, when right before the draft, it's like, what are you going to do? You play baseball? You play football? Being a little faggot. That's the kind of guy you're dealing with. He's clearly a weird duck, you know? So I think, again, your skills are really good. I think you built a pretty good skill team. Do you have any picks next year? No. God, you have nothing. That's fine, though. You do, you have plenty to to move around so again it's going to be an off-season type of thing for you assuming cole keeps most of his picks if if it comes down to where you're you're being held back by your your quarterbacks you you do have the skills to move to upgrade a qb um again assuming you know most of these guys pan out to be okay if a ends up being pretty good that that'll be really helpful for you to try and move to get a better quarterback um you know obviously you'll have to tie to it but you do have you have enough enough depth at the skill positions to to make a move to get a quarterback. Obviously, I know you're hoping that Davis Mills becomes the guy and or Pickett. Um, if you had to bet on one, I'd bet on Mills personally. I've never really liked Kenny Pickett, um, but yeah, you got great skills. Your quarterbacks are the question mark for you. You were team five. Team number four is myself. Um, I still believe I have the best one-two punch at quarterback. I have the best one, two, three punch at wide receiver. Um, my question is, is oh, okay. Uh, my question at that point becomes obviously running backs. Um, you know, Monty, Mitchell, Gibson. Those aren't, you know, you don't sit there and hear those names and think, oh my God, fantasy studs. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's really where I, at least from where I sit, that's my biggest issue. Um, I think my wide receivers are awesome. You know, obviously I got Pitts. Hopefully he's decent, even though tight ends don't matter. Um, I, I disagree with all you guys on Ayuk. I think Hamler might end up getting lucky with the, the Tim Patrick tear. I think he could move into the, maybe the uh, locket role that Wilson loved to just throw those moon balls to whether or not he's any good at doing that still anymore will remain to be seen. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, running backs, that's my issue. I hope Mitchell's the same guy that he was last year. I'm, I don't care about the committees. I understand that committees are a thing. Now there's going to be weeks. He doesn't have great weeks. Uh, same with Monty. There's going to be weeks. He probably doesn't have great weeks. Same with Gibson. There's going to be weeks. He doesn't have great weeks. I'm willing to accept that. 
even though this is a running back league, um, good wide receivers really do actually help a lot in this league too. Um, you know, I'm obviously hoping for Damon Pierce. I'm hoping for James Cook. Um, you know, I we'll, we'll have to just wait and see on those type of things. But it is what it is. I understand where, where my uh, deficiencies are, and that's why I have Robbie's pick for next year so I can uh, add to my stockpile of talent. Um, but yeah, there's no doubt about it. That's the, that's the biggest question mark I have. Obviously, you know, I know the Shanahan rep that no running back five straight years has been the same guy the next year. Obviously a lot had to do with injuries. I don't think if Mostert hadn't gotten hurt, he wouldn't have kept being the guy. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. Same with Monty, same with Gibby. So that's where I'm at. Um, actually I think I have, I mean, like I said, I have the best one, two, three, I think in terms of wide receivers, um, there's a reason I keep getting offers for Gabe Davis from a lot of you guys. Uh, he's not going anywhere unless I'm absolutely blown away. Um, I don't think the end of the year game in the playoffs was a fluke. And I don't think all of the things coming out of training camp hype are just the hype train of training camp. I actually think he's pretty fucking good. I always thought he was good. That's the reason I drafted him as a rookie, kept dropping him like an idiot. Um, and then eventually had to pay for him to get him back. But, um, yeah, Gabe Davis is a stud, in my opinion. And, yeah, just have to see what happens with my running backs. But hopefully my quarterbacks can carry me far enough to the point where maybe my running backs don't have to do too much. My quarterbacks and wide receivers, that is. So that's my deficiency, no doubt about it. Okay, team number three, Tim. Tim, Tim, Tim. Josh Allen is good. Kirk Cousins is serviceable. You need Trey Lance to be good, I think. That's where I sit, at least. Jonathan Taylor, awesome. Probably the bell cow in the NFL. Um, like I said, I don't I don't think there's a lot of others. Sure, maybe Henry, but he's old. Um, you know, I, I don't, you know, maybe Saquon if healthy, but we haven't seen that for a couple of years. Oh, that was gross. That was burp. Sorry, boys. Um, came out of nowhere. Uh, fucking hurt, kind of, actually. Um, anyways, um, I, I actually think Zeke's going to be better. You know, again, every guy in the history of any sport who has a not a great year the year prior, even though he's still running back seven, will always be like, yeah, I was, I was banged up all last year, and I just didn't, you know, couldn't trust anything. Um, you know, that's all well and good. That's what they always say. Um, but you know, he claimed to have a knee injury last year. So if he did, okay. Um, I still think he's got, in fact, I'm looking right here on this, this roto wire here. He's 62 touches short of 2000 for his career. So, I mean, and that's not including all of Ohio state and I'm sure all of high school, the guy's always been a guy who's had the ball in his hands. I guess Najee's also a technical bell cow because he's always got the ball in his hands. So there you go, Jared. Um, regardless back to, uh, to Zeke. I, I do think he'll have a better year. So that's not, you got a nice one too at, with Taylor and Zeke. Actually, it's a really good one too. Now I'm looking at it. You got a really good one too. Maybe better than mine at one and two. I, I think we're about equal with Jefferson and Diggs to chase and, and fuck you got Higgins. You might have one, two, three, your, your fucking receivers are good. And Debo, fuck Tim. Your receivers are better than mine. Fuck. Yeah, they are. Fuck Tim. Receivers matter. Um, I don't agree with Higgins or Gomer about Higgins being better than um, Chase, but Higgins is fucking good. And there's a reason he was good at Clemson. And there was a reason that he was drafted in the second round. Good player. Connor, I've said it a couple times now. I just don't see him being the, the guy that he was last year. I mean, we look back at his career, he goes, you know, shitty, great season in Pittsburgh, bad season in Pittsburgh, bad season in Pittsburgh great season in Arizona I mean for every good season he has two bad so are we expecting him to have another good or bad like what, what do we what do we expect here I don't expect him to be very good if he is you're going to be right where I mean again your team number fucking three as it is you're always going to be right in the hunt you've got pretty decent wide receivers on your bench and uh Wilson and Watson not Deshaun um and you have Algier and Rashad White, who I think could end up being nice players. You've got the the handcuffs in Pollard and Hines. 
Um, and you have the Bills starting running back right now in Devin Singletary. Whether that ends up being the case as the year goes on, we'll see. I just think your your biggest question mark is obviously your third flex, which is most of the biggest question marks. I've said it last podcast. The the there's no perfect team out there. Um, but you know, yours is pretty solid, and that's why you're team three. If Cousins ends up having a good year, you don't have to worry about Lance because I think we all think Allen's going to obviously have another good year. So, again, the team team three is a, a team three for a reason, and that's where you sit. So, don't take it as a slight. I think you're a good team. I just think you're a little behind these next two. Okay. Wonder what everyone thinks. Who's going to be team one or team two? I imagine everyone assumes. I would guess the majority of the league probably thinks Mendo is team one and Gomer's team two. And I would think the majority of the league thinks that I'm going to probably do the opposite of that. Team number two is actually team 11 because you're a fucking asshole is Gomer because he won't put his fucking team together so I can look at it easier. All I see is stupid fucking Matt Ryan. Regardless, you're team two, Gomer. Obviously, it's going to be Ryan. Hold on. You texted it to me the other day so I can fucking see it. Hold on. Oh. Oh, good job, Jeremy. I was actually going to fucking talk about this. Well done. Bravo, sir. Bravo. Good job because I really was hoping for this. Okay, but hold on. As we do this, hold on. Hold up. Uh, So I can get Gomer's fucking text with his fucking lineup. Fucking asshole. You fucking, you're dickhead, Gomer. I should... I should have just done a nine-team ranking like I said I was going to fucking do if he didn't put his fucking team together. Fucking dick. Seriously, where the hell is this? Oh, here we go. Okay. Here's his what he claims will be his starting lineup. is Tom Brady, Stafford, C-Mac. Obviously, Stafford has tennis elbow, according to Cole. Henry, Henry, Cooper Cup, Mike Evans, who's also been hurt now. Zach Ertz, Alvin Kamara, Fournette, Aaron Jones on the bench. He's got Matt Ryan, Thielen, Sky Moore, Dotson, and Kadarius Toney. Uh, and I quote, basically the sexiest lineup ever. Um, it is a good team. No doubt about it. Um, oh, fucking damn it. Um, man, that's a hard one. Um, no doubt about it. Got a really good team. Um, I do think... They have some funky rankings here. Anyways, um, uh, Gomer, you had the best team. Far and away the best team. You still have a very good team. I told you it's an amazing redraft team. Um, Man, dude. I just, I think you really, I told you this. I think you fucked up. I, I don't think you should have traded... Um. I don't think you should have traded Swift. I don't think you should have traded ETN. I don't know. I, I just, I, I think you had the best team. I still think you obviously, you're team two. Similar to what I said to, to Tim. Um, you're still team two. You're still really a good team. It's just, fuck man, like, you really think Kamara is going to be that much better than ETN this year? Maybe. I, I Again, I, I do think the hype train on ETN's gotten a little insane. Because again, it's it's gonna be simple to, to play against Jacksonville. It's you know, load the box, force Lawrence to beat you with no skills. Okay. That's not good. Um so I, I guess I see what what you're doing with Kamara there. And then the same thing with Swift. It's like fuck, man. Like you really think you really think that Henry is gonna be that much better than Swift. That one it's hard for me to see. Unless your whole play was to get Sky Moore in the first, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So, anyways, you had the best team. You still have a really good team. I just think you're a little behind Mendo now. And this comes with an asterisk. And, obviously, it's it's the Watson stuff. So, Mendo, your team won. Um, Derek Carr is a good second option, I would say, for you in terms of not being able to start Watson. Um, your RBs are awesome now. Fucking Gomer. Fucking fucking. Fucking, fucking Gomer. <sighs> Man, you fucking drive me insane. Anyways, I can't wait 
Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, anyways, you have really good running backs. DeAndre Swift, really good. Austin Eckler, really good. Travis Etienne, obviously, like I said, I think the hype train's going a little crazy on him, but really good. Akers, again, not the best reports coming out of camp so far, but very dynamic player. Um, I do like him. I think he's solid. You have a really good tight end in, in Mr. Diabetes, Mark Andrews. And like I said, you have a good one-two punch at quarterback. Assuming the Watson stuff ends up only being six games, obviously it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. But you still have Dak, and you have Carr. Um, you know, you probably have another starter in Bakers. Um, Zamir White might end up being a starter, and I, I'll give you a lot of credit. I, I don't like your receivers that much. You know, obviously we talked about Hollywood Brown a little bit earlier, trying to do his Henry Ruggs, something about wide receivers on your team doing the Henry Ruggs. Or was he on Cole's team, huh? He might be on Cole's team. You're just a Raider fan as well. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, whatever. Not a big Hollywood fan. Never was. Still not, but we'll see. Juju, um, you know, it's been a couple years since he was the guy that he was those first couple years in the league. Um, obviously has not had great great quarterback play since those first couple years in the league. Probably has the best quarterback in the NFL in terms of Mahomes, like we talked about. Um, so maybe he's a, a flash and, and works out for you. Um, I do give you a lot of credit, though. Um, you went out and got Jerry Judy. I don't know if he was worth a first-round pick. I don't. Um, you know, it, it's it's impossible. It's the one thing I fucking hate about sleepers, I will say. I love that they show the history of the trade, but, like, who is team two? Like, I don't know. Fuck. Like, can you just not say? Why can't it just say, as I'm looking here, unless it, let me check the app. Hold on. Let me see if the app is a little cleaner. Hold up. Hold up. But either way, you traded Judy and... and uh, Hassan Haskins for Corey Davis and, or excuse me, you traded Corey Davis in a first round pick, and that first round pick was belonging to, maybe this will show me. Oops. Oh, okay. See, fucking desktop. Okay, so the desktop doesn't show. It shows me who team two is on the, it says team two on the desktop. I'd much prefer it to say Matt Gomes. So you traded Gomer a, a lower end first round pick, even though he's, it was way lower when you made the move because his team was better at the time, but it's still low. Um, you traded Gomer's pick and Corey Davis for Jerry Judy, basically. Um, I give you a ton of credit going out and getting a guy that you think is going to have a big year. Whether or not he does, it will remain to be seen. Um, but, you know, go get the guy that you think is going to be good. I think we all should take a little page out of your book on that one. Um, you know, I, I, you don't have any picks. <laughs> like, you have none in the next three years. Um but I, I, I think you're okay um, in that sense. You, <laughs> Fuck, Gomer. Like, what the hell, man? Like, seriously, it, it's just so frustrating to look at here. This guy has no picks, but he's he, he all he had was old running backs. He had it, it, If you take away Swift and you put Henry back there and you put Etienne and you put Kamara back there, yes, he still has some picks, but they're not very good ones. He's not replacing those running backs with those picks. Damn you, you fucking guy, you stupid. You got too much smoke on your brain. You need to just start going working at one of those city fucking fire stations because the smoke has warped your fucking brain. Fucking bastard. Jeremy literally told you. I'm looking at it right here. Here we go. DeAndre Swift on the block. Where did it go? Or no, I'm sorry, not DeAndre Swift. What's his face? Henry on the block. Where is that? When did that happen? How long ago was that? Where are we? Okay, hold on. Here it is. Four days ago. I swear if Matt bails you out again. Twenty four hours later. You bailed him out. And unless you're doing it again, because you think Henderson is gonna I, that, I know how you think. You think you got to. I know you traded fucking Henderson. I fucking hate you so much. You gave Mendo the best chance at becoming the first back-to-back. -back, honestly, um, that's why he's team one. And even without Deshaun, I still think he's still. I said it's with an asterisk, and I'm looking at it more. I don't think it necessarily is. If Deshaun plays this year especially come championship time. Uh, sorry, Jared, I can't answer. I'm doing a podcast that you're going to be listening to shortly. Um, if he becomes, or if he's able to play come championship time, you've 
you've really put us all in a bad spot. And like I said, he doesn't even need, you know, he, he doesn't have any picks right now, but it doesn't really matter because a lot of his guys are young. Dak's younger. Deshaun's younger. Carr, if he has to play, is younger. Swift is young. Eckler's obviously on the older end. If Hollywood Brown is still good, stays, it becomes good in, in Arizona, he's young. Juju's still young. Andrews is young. ETN Akers are young. Harris, whatever, not sure if he'll be any good, but he's got Zamir White, who's clearly going to win the job. D'Angelo Henderson, or D'Angelo, I keep saying that, fuck. Daryl Henderson, um, he's young. And if Akers is no good, he fills in for Akers. He's got Amari, who's got Deshaun now. He's got Judy, who he thinks is going to be good, who's only 23 years old. I fucking hate you, Gomer, you bastard. I should just make you Team 11. Gomer's Team fucking 11. Because he didn't fill his fucking roster out, and he fucking made... He just... Why do you bail Tom out? You you made his team good when he came into the league. I wish we were on sleepers back then so I can go and look at all the fucking shit that you gave away. But you gave away so many things. That so, you gave away Henry at the time. I don't even remember what you got for him. But you were so hyped up on someone. You get... God, Gomer. Motherfucker. Tom's team won because of Matt Gomes. Tom was not going to make the playoffs this year because Deshaun was going to get suspended, clearly. And I don't think Henry and Kamara were going to have the years that Gomer thinks they're going to have. I don't know if Eckler will, but he might. When Eckler's healthy, he's really good. Gomer, you jackass. You're a jackass, Gomer. Everyone's going to love this segment. Tom's team one because Matt Gomes. Matt, you're still team two, but technically team 11 because you didn't fill your fucking roster out. Okay. We're going to do... We'll do the over-under since I'm fucking mad at him. Over-under, one and a half weeks before Matt Gomes offers me a trade for uh, Antonio Gibson. I'm going to bet mostly we'll take the under on that. Okay. Bold prediction. Two of them. All right. First one. You're going to fucking hate this, too. First bold prediction. Jeremy, you're going to start 0-3. You're going to lose to me week one. You're going to lose to Team 11 week two. And I actually think you're going to lose to Joe... In week three. Just looking at the matchups on week three. I think Joe is going to get you week three matchups based. Could be wrong. But that's the bold prediction. I do think your team's good. I obviously, I still think, even at that point, I still will have you ranked very high unless you have a bunch of injuries and then that'll change. Um, I just, that's the bold prediction. We'll see how right or wrong it is. Bold prediction number two, Cole... You will unintentionally win a game this year. Not tanking, of course. I winked again. All right, boys. I really don't think I'm going to do another one of these um, before the season starts. Uh, just yeah. Unless we have another, what did I say, 29 trades over uh, between now and... Or if we have... If we have 16 trades in the next five days again, um, maybe I'll have to do another one because the teams have changed so fucking much. Uh, I just don't see it. I think everyone's pretty much locked in. All you, Everyone thinks we all have the best team right now. We all think our team is set, um, except for Gomer, because he wants to get older uh, and make his dynasty team a redraft team. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'd be really shocked if anyone makes any big moves. Um, you know, might see little things here and there, but nothing big, uh, you know. Tim trading Wandale Robinson for fifteen dollars and a third round pick. Like that's that's not gonna that's not gonna force a um another uh another Thimrid or Fimrid in this case. So Oh, that's right. But okay, yeah, so I almost forgot. Jeremy, I was I was trying to figure out how to do this power ranking thing on keep trade and cut. Um I wasn't able to do it. Obviously this I still don't quite understand how they I mean they they value all sorts of fucking picks here. Like, let's see here. Like a fourth round pick is worth a lot of points in their weird system here. Tim has the best team, they say, because he has the most balance. Tim has balanced out his quarterbacks. He's balanced out his running backs. He's balanced. They, they seem to prefer balance as I look at this. Um, but Tim, they have as a 99. So there you go, Tim. Keep trade cut. They like you. They also have Mendo as team eight. And Joe is team... Where's Cole? Cole is team six. What a joke. But yes, it's because... They, I mean, you look at it here. They balance. They, they, they take picks and just fucking utilize them very highly. I mean, as I scroll over your team, I'm, you have fucking Cole. No way. Hold on a second. 
is unbelievable. You have four guys that aren't even on teams. <laughs> yeah, but they have your team fucking six. Anyway, so uh, I yeah, not sure. At least they got Littlefinger's Bird Shop as team two. Got that one on the same page. Up oh, and Robbie, team nine. Okay. So those are the two. Right? Yeah. Nope. Yep, those are the two sames that we have, uh, keep trade cut and the Fimrid rankings. Uh, so thank you, Jeremy, for sending that just at the right time and me remembering that you sent it before I stopped talking. All right, boys, uh, like I said, really don't think I'm going to do another one of these unless you guys decide to make 13 trades in the next five days again. That's a Fimrid. We are 31 days away from kickoff of the regular season of the NFL and the last season of DirecTV having NFL Sunday ticket. I hope you guys have all learned how to use Apple TV so you can put all your apps on there and download Apple TV, maybe YouTube TV. I read an article yesterday that they're in the hunt now. So bang, we'll be on streaming. No more paying $250 a month to direct TV for the same thing that you can get on YouTube for $70. All right, boys, good luck. Team one, Mendo. Team two, Gomer. Team three, Tim. Team four, myself. Team five, Jeremy. Team six, Joe. Playoffs. Team seven, Jared. Team eight, Brandstatter and Zip. Team nine, Rob. Team 10, not tanking, not bench made. Bitch made, not bench made. Can't speak. Cole. All right, boys. Late. Like